Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. Why we're getting blamed for bugs in Paris. A much needed addition for the Golden Gate Bridge and the 11 year old who got to do the weather on the Weather Channel. Today is Monday, April 17th of 2017. We're Jeff and Jen and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, I suppose there's no official moment when you grow up, but this could be a good unofficial sign. You've grown up when you stop having to build your own furniture. According to a new study, people are most likely to shop at Ikea when they are 24 years old, and 30% of Ikea's customers are between 24 and 30. So when do you outgrow it? According to this study, 34. That's when you start transitioning to places like West Elm, Creighton hmm. Barrel, mm-hmm. Williams-Sonoma. Hmm. And then in your 40s, you start gravitating toward places like Restoration Hardware, Pier 1 Imports. Eventually, though, you stop focusing on buying furniture and stuff for your home altogether and you just start going to hardware stores. Yeah, that sounds about. Where's Ethan Allen? Ethan Allen yeah, was it's always not when, on I, there. when I was a kid. That's where my grandparents bought everything from Ethan Allen. Have you been to Ethan Allen recently? I have not in years. They've got really nice stuff. Is it pretty stuff? Yeah, it's it's all kinds. You know, everything from modern to traditional, mm-hmm. but it's it's pricey. It, yeah, uh, they say you're most likely to go to Home Depot when you're 48. And Lowe's <laughs> when you're 54. Really? If I had to choose between the two, Lowe's is so much better laid out, I think. I, it, it's so Into, much easier for me to find something at Lowe's than it is for me at Home Depot. If I go to Home Depot, I'll be looking for a while. Have you been to Menards? Uh-uh. Ooh. Is that pretty good? You better try is it. Is it like Home Depot and It's Lowe's? one of those. Yep. It's something. They've got even more. Yeah. Oh, wow. If What's I, the advantage of going to Menards over, say, Home uh, Depot or Lowe's? I would say variety of stuff. Hmm. I would choose that first. I've done a lot of rehab this past few mm-hmm. years. Unfortunately, it's the furthest away from where I live, so I end up going. <laughs> There's to, a couple locations. Yeah. There's one up off a of field turtle now. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, my problem is I don't have anything to look at usually when I go to those kinds of <laughs> stores. Like I like to look at stuff, and I just don't, a lot of that stuff I don't know what it is. They have a lot of decorative stuff. So, you know, you could look at rugs and yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know. I get bored there. I actually, find myself at True Value. More really? Than I, more anywhere? than any of them, because they're close and small. I can just run and grab what I need and get yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I walked into an Ace Hardware the other day, and it was like a trip back to my childhood. It was cool. <laughs> I ended up. They didn't have what I wanted, so I, I didn't actually buy anything from there. But it was kind of a blast from the past. The small neighborhood hardware store. Well, it is official. There is, as of Saturday. There is no one left on Earth who is alive in the 1800s because the world's oldest person, Emma Morano, from Verbania, Italy, passed away on Saturday. She was born, this is significant, because she was born on November 29th of 1899. Wow. And was the last verified living person who was born in the 1800s. Could you imagine living to 117? Lived, yeah, born in the 1800s and lived well into the 2000s. Wow. I wonder what the last few years have been like for her, though. The last 30 or 40 years. 
The cause of her death? Natural causes, I hope. Hit by a truck. You're kidding. Yes, I'm kidding. Thank God. She, the cause of her death has not... Sorry. I didn't mean... That's bad. The cause of her death has not been revealed. But come on, she was 117 years old. So I, I think it's safe to say her body finally said F you and quit. Yeah. Emma had said that uh, she lived such a long life by doing three main things. These are the three main things because that's what people ask you when you live that long. What's your secret? Oh my goodness, what's your secret? She said these three things, eating eggs, <laughs> going to bed early, and being single. Oh, there we go. She, she never was, married? I was going to say, never? Evidently not. Huh. So the new oldest person in the world is a woman named Violet Brown. She lives in Jamaica. No pressure, Violet. She was born on March 10th of 1900. Wow. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I bet somewhere in the world, though, there are people older than that. You know, living in the They're very well maybe. They're just the, not. This is the oldest documented the, person. Yeah, they're they not in find. the modern world. <laughs> 723, Jeff and Jen. Starting off cloudy. We'll see the sun break through later. High of 70. Right now, 62 with Jeff and Jen. So, apparently there's been a massive bed bug outbreak in Paris. And they're blaming it on American tourists. It's our fault. We brought them over. Yes. Are bed bugs something that aren't everywhere? Are there certain countries or places that don't have those? Evidently not. Huh. But if you're on vacation and you're worried about bed bugs, there's a great trick. Take the hair dryer and blast the mattress with it. Fry them. The heat kills them, right? Well, if there are bed bugs, they say the... According to Travel and Leisure, the heat will make them crawl out so you can see them and then get the heck out of the hotel and find another no. place to stay. Yeah. But do that before you unpack. Move in. Yeah, move in. Gosh. That's scary. That's still one of my biggest fears in life. Well, what are you going to do? You do your best. You know, you check. Yeah. If it try happens, to see. It happens. Take little steps. It's- more and more hotels I'm noticing are doing away with carpet. And they're sticking with either tile floors or wood floors. We're seeing more and more headboards that are made of leather instead of fabric. A lot of them have wood. those protectors. The mattress has that protective kind of coating on it underneath right. the mat, underneath the sheet. Whenever we're out taking Steve for a walk, and then you see like a mattress or a couch wrapped in plastic, oh, it's like time to yeah. cross the street, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, what was the other thing uh, they said in? They said, "Don't put your stuff in the drawers." Yeah, I've Just always heard that. Keep yep. it in the keep, keep it, it in, in your, your suitcase. suitcase yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So the Golden Gate Bridge, one of the most beautiful bridges in the world and one of the most romantic cities in the world, was opened 80 years ago. And since then, you know, one of the things that people don't like to talk about is the amount of people that have committed suicide by jumping off of that bridge. But it's an average of about 19 people a year. Wow. Mm. Yeah, last year alone, there were 39 suicide jumps off the Golden Gate Bridge. And officers stopped another 184 people who were trying. I mean, that's a lot of... It's a lot of people. It's a lot of man hours dedicated to trying to keep people from doing that. I wonder when they built that bridge, if that thought ever even crossed their minds. There are going to be people that are going to walk up here and jump off. I'm sure. I just don't think they realized how many would end up doing that. So this is definitely good news. San Francisco is finally doing something about it. On Thursday, construction started on a net about 20 feet down that is supposed to catch anyone who jumps off. Of course, this is now going to cost $200 million with federal, state, and local taxes. And Are it's going you to, kidding it's me? It's going to take four years to finish. Wow. Um, you know, you could argue that it's worth it to save all of those lives. But if they're wanting to, they're going to find another way. Well, I'll tell you, a study out of Harvard found that nine out of ten people who try to commit suicide and fail actually do not try to kill themselves again. Hmm. So the belief is that this is money well spent, and if someone tries off of the bridge and they fail, there is a nine in ten chance they won't try it again. That's good. Are they going to go there, though, knowing that the net is there? I don't know. I mean, that's... I mean, we talk about... We've had discussions about this, and then we forget about it. Well, you know what I wonder, too? How many people start the process, whether they're... No, sitting in their car or whatever method that they're using and then right. change their minds. Yeah. Once you jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, there's no turning back. True. Right. So it's true. they probably have saved a ton. It's massive. Have you mm-hmm. ever walked it? Have you ever been to no, San Francisco? No, I've never been to San Francisco. Yeah, it is massive. There is an 11-year-old in Malika Hill, New Jersey, named Ryland Mashura, who suffers from a rare life-threatening genetic disorder. The good news is that he's bright, confident, happy, and really into meteorology. I know a couple of kiddos like that. He Love loves it. the weather. Mm-hmm. And he loves watching people do the weather. <laughs> Cute. Especially when it comes to predicting hurricanes, blizzards. Oh, he likes the big stuff. Oh, tornadoes. Yeah, uh. he gets very excited. So his request... For the Make-A-Wish Foundation was to do the weather himself. He wanted to visit the Weather Channel headquarters. They happen to be headquartered in Atlanta. And he wanted to do the weather live on TV. That's pretty cool. And last week they made that happen. They flew him to Georgia. And they had him do a four-minute segment on the Weather Channel show, Weather Center Live. First he did the weather for for, uh, New Jersey and the surrounding area. And then they had him do the uh, the seven-day forecast for the entire country, where he got to call a tornado. Uh, but we've got some clouds and even some showers. But we also have a very special guest with us, a very special 11-year-old, mm-hmm. Ryland Mishura from New Jersey. You are from Mullica Hills, and you are joining us because you love weather, and you have come to the right spot. And you're going to yes. help me out? Yep. Okay. All right. So we're going to see those showers right here coming in the 12 p.m., and then... 
across uh, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., we're going to see those cloudy skies overcast. And for the f- 4 to 6, we're going to see some of the sun come in. That's you can right. see here, Mocha Hill right here, dealing with some clouds, not that much rain coming in, but soon we will see that rain come in. And keep in mind, you know, he's, he's, he's working one of those green screens. Well, right. I, I guess it's not a green screen. It's an actual, like, big flat screen monitor. But, you know, he's got a shirt and tie on and he's pointing to these specific spots mm-hmm. you know he looks he looks very professional right and he's 11 he's 11 yeah <laughs> he's on top of his game the whole time mm-hmm. and he just did a great job he looked good out there so. see the leftovers right here oh yeah coming towards um Mullica hill right and that will probably get a little bit of showers mm-hmm. see that cold front with that low bringing all that moisture northeast all right, Ryland, uh, we've got the seven-day forecast that we've got. You know, I'm almost yep. afraid uh, for you to come over. You did such a great job. <laughs> okay. It seems like you're going to take up my job. But come on around here, and we'll, we'll do the seven-day <laughs> forecast and uh, okay. talk about the entire country. And uh, so we'll start with today, and notice what we've got here, the threat for what is that in the red? It uh, looks like some strong thunderstorms mm-hmm. possibly going to mm. produce produce um, lots of severe storms and possibly, not really, but maybe a tornado, possibly. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.